It's going to go in the top of my walking stick if it doesn't. Oh, so you're telling me you're keeping it? No, I'm telling you, if you don't take this back, it's going into my walking stick. You need it. Hi, everybody. I am Lady Stars of Fire, <laughs> and you're listening to Otherland Dreams, and we I was having a conversation take with two. Phil Hippie. <laughs> we had a problem. We got disconnected earlier, so we're having to redo the show and get started all over again when we started. Uh, apologies to those who were listening live, if any of you were listening live, but, you know, it's technology. It happens. <laughs> but what are you telling me about this? I said, if you don't take this back now, it's going into and being buried into the top of my walking stick. Do you need it? Do you I, love I, it that much? You can have it. I, did, I can't, in good conscience, take it. No, take it. If it's if it loves, if, we're talking about a stone that I gave him. Uh, no, you let me borrow. Uh, well, that's what I was about to say. I gave it to him to take to one of the events that uh, he was doing a booth at for for the show. And, and and I gave him the stone to take, and apparently he's come to realize he needs it more than me. Uh, no, I'm just telling you, if you don't take it tonight, it's literally, I sit with it in my hand for about an hour last night. It's like, yep, you want to go in the top of my walking stick, but you don't belong to me. <laughs> you can have it. Apparently you well, need it more than me. And now, I, and now I know what your Christmas is going to be. <laughs> that answered that question. <laughs> it's all good. You know, but like as we were starting, he was just talking away, and I'm like, dude, I can't hear a word you're saying. So, anyway. Yeah, I'm sorry that you can't hear me, and I'm t three, three and a half feet away from you. I switched earphones, and this one's really good. It closes up my ear, and I can't hear shit. <laughs> we're not on air, and she's got herself closed off. <laughs> like every other woman in my life. Uh-uh. Oh, well, in my life. I'm not saying all women. I'm just saying my life. Well, I'm sorry that you've had some bad situations. <laughs> all right, everybody. I'm not even dating you. What the hell? <laughs> I can't help that stuff. <laughs> all right. Apparently, it's me. I need help. <laughs> Shut up, EK. <laughs> He's like, I don't need your help. My <laughs> CEK. No, he's he's 100% right. That's why it hurts. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That's too funny. <laughs> Welcome to Otherland Dreams, everybody. <laughs> We're going to get our shit together yet. I swear. Um. Okay. So tonight we were going to be talking about um, empaths. But not empaths. And I want to talk about, you know, ascending into a higher way of coming across what it has to do with the empaths and it has to do with the energies that you are taking in as empaths but where the empath is really supposed to be truly taking us and it has everything to do with what spirit has been trying to teach me and has taught me several times was that your phone yeah that surprises me <laughs> because he's always yelling at me about turning my volume down. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually very good about that. Holy crap! All kinds of tech issues. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
So, so yeah, exactly. Ha ha, it happened to you, not me. <laughs> Enjoy it. It won't happen again. Hey, I have to take it when I can get it. <laughs> That's what she said? Literally? Literally? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, but this week is supposed to be <laughs> about, um, like, where the empath energy is supposed to be mature, maturing and growing to. Not just as an empath, but as you mature with who you are spiritually and soulfully. And where you're supposed to be learning, according to what I'm being taught by spirit, about what it's all about. Why you're having it and where it's supposed to be taking you so that we can all ascend. You can ascend within your energy and you can, you know, start to become a, a more whole, soulful person and understand love on a much deeper, greater level. Hopeful, soulful? Hopeful, soulful. <laughs> Hashtag hopeful, soulful? I I want. <laughs> Pound the hopeful, soulful? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, and the whole show has been derailed. I am so sorry. <laughs> But it's what I do. <laughs> well, no, that's fine. We we need the laughs. It gets you. It makes you. It makes things better anyway. Yeah, because there's many many spiritual shamanic, uh, mindful quote unquote shows out there. We're the only one that uses humor. But that's a good thing. I mean, you oh yeah, humor. Number one, you laughter is the best medicine. Number two, we stand apart. Tell your friends. Hashtag. We are other land dreams. I thought you were going to say hashtag hopeful soul. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway, back on track. But but yes, no, I mean, well, you have to have that because, I mean, I am, I, I'm a spiritual person and I always want to learn stuff. But at the same time, if you're just so damn serious all the time, you're boring and I, even I don't want to listen to you. Right. So, yeah, we need to be what we're being. So yeah. The, like I said, I've, I've told you in the past... Listen to some of these other podcasts. Even myself, I don't listen to as many podcasts as uh, our great EK. engineer back here, EK, that listens to. So many. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I listen to more geared to what we do because I, I can't speak to whether he listens to stuff like our show or not. But I'm assuming he doesn't. I listen to your show. And that, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> but uh I will, I, will. I will say this um if you're familiar with Dax Shepard yes I've listened to his podcast which is uh not so much about mysticism or shamanism but more um it's very mindful yeah it's the mindful living concept um so, so I would say that that's probably the only show really that's anywhere near the vein of what your content is right but I mean, it's all in the essence of living better. And it's it's Dak Shepard. Yeah, it's Dak Shepard. Uh, uh, Go away, uh, Baton. <laughs> and I think you just made my point for me. Thank you very much. All right. But there's good stuff out there, and there I mean, there's good information out there. But it's sometimes it's very boring. 
Because yeah, it's one drone full tone talking about the medicine of the owl or the medicine of the fox or the medicine of the bear or the medicine of the blah, 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 blah. We need some fucking humor, assholes. <laughs> but I don't want it from y'all because we're the ones giving it. <laughs> we're the only ones doing it. We got a cornerstone in the market. Yay, us. <laughs> okay. Try to get back on mark so to speak but like i said i wanted to go over just some traits of what the empath is and then um i also wanted to go here we go again how do you pronounce that which the, word the hey okay hey okay hey okay hey okay it's it's the one that they, they call the strongest empath i wanted to go give, over traits of that give one me the too. spelling of it hold on h-e-y-o-k-a h-e-y-o-k-a hey okay okay Hey, Yoka. I'm sorry, I'm butchering it. (laughs) (laughs) I told you, that's my dyslexic self, man. I can't read shit. Isn't that, um, that means fool, right? It's the sacred fool, the clown. Yeah, fool. Okay, anyway. So, um, some of the uh, traits, just to get us on this level of what all we're talking about today is um, traits of the empath are typically that they are highly sensitive. They absorb uh, other people's energy or emotions. They are introverted. They are highly intuitive. Uh, They need alone time. They need their downtime, more or less. They need to detach and disconnect from everybody else. they become very overwhelmed in intimate relationships, and that's part of why they need their downtime and need to detach so that they can find themselves and not get lost in the relationship. Um, empaths are, can become targets for energy vampires, and I would say typically that might have to do more with the lack of being able to completely understand your own empathic energy as well as protect it in yourself and when you're not able to shield and protect yourself as well you become easier to pull in the energy vampires and so forth because you're connected to that frequency more and you pull that energy to you well you're just running around like a nice juicy mutton chop coming out i was trying and the more i tried the further it went so i was just like that that's what i do i i take it and i put it into terms that you know, morons gonna understand. <laughs> Speaking as one of the morons, is it, it, you, the empath becomes the nice, juicy mutton chop to the psionic vampires. Yeah. And now, and, and now, I wish I had a mutton chop. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, empaths um, are uh, they need to get out in nature. It replenishes themselves and their energy as mm. well. Everyone needs to get out in nature, but that's beside the point. Yes. That's just my own rant. <laughs> well, and it does. It keeps you connected with source. It keeps you connected with self. It replenishes yourself and everything. It's not just for the empath mm-hmm. in general. Um, it Empaths are highly sensitive. They typically have hu- huge hearts and give too much of themselves, and for that reason can get themselves hurt. Um, their hearts are typically on their sleeves. Mm-hmm. There's another term for that. Yes. Um, and and yeah, no, I copied a couple of them a couple, a couple times on accident. So that was that for that. Basically, I mean, 
empaths are viewed on very many different views. They they don't just suck up emotions. Some some actually, you know, feel people's thoughts and stuff as well, or their own illnesses will pick up illnesses off of others as well. Yeah, but that's almost going into the realm of the medium versus the empath. But as you evolve, you kind of move from the empath into the medium. Right, but you need to make that clarification because it's the way you stated it was that the empath would get that. Well, it's the empath becoming the, the medium. You know, it's two it's two different realms. It's like knowing how to lay down track and versus knowing how to frame a wall. Yeah, no, and and I agree. But that's also part of what this show is about is is as we evolve partially what uh, uh, it's like you said, the best way I get from spirit is, is it has to do with what, what the whole fucking thing comes down to being about. Really. About everything that we're going through as a human experience, but especially as you put the empath behind it on a much deeper soulful level and you start maturing with it, this would be some of that guidance that I was given to help pass on. And the whole the whole reason we're here and doing this is what? Because that, what, this show or the, or the show in general? The show. Because it has to do with soulfulness and spiritualness and growth within all of this energy. I thought it was more about just existing. It is. But, hmm. Hmm. That, yeah, it is. But you come <laughs> through different levels of existence with your knowledge of where you are. Of course. But that's part of existing. Sorry, that was the only answer I had for that. What that would work. You know what? I'm used to that for 99% of the people I talk to. All right. Shut up, man. You're you're too deep. You don't what what why? All right, fair enough. Come talk to me in a couple of years. <laughs> okay. So, as we get into traits of how do you pronounce that again? Hayoka. Hayoka. As you get into traits of Hayoka, um, basically, this empath, its traits are slightly different from regular empaths. They have the empath's traits, but they also have additional traits. They are the ones that are called the sacred clown. They're the ones that really become the mirror. But I think whether you actually connect with this, that empath or you have some of their traits or you're evolving in general... The mirror has something to do with where it's going anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. But for that empath... Really? I'm oh, sorry. Spirit's having its own conversation with me. Um, it, it, a lot of them are born breach in general. Developing some traits slower than normal people or incredibly faster than others. They don't develop at the same rate as most people. Either they're incredibly slow or they're incredibly fast in general. Typically, they are dyslexic. Um, they are emotionally unpredictable, and Spirit is saying they are incredibly unpredictable. They're not like anybody else. You really can't ever put down what you think that they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they do things backwards from what you would expect or a way that most people would go about doing it. They, they right off the bat, are doing everything backwards. Um, they think outside of the box, and they appear younger than their age by their personality, the way they act. They don't seem to match their age, so right. to speak. 
Um, like I said, they. All right, they, no, stop talking about me. You know, you just love yourself. <laughs> I do, and the only person going to toot my own horn is me. But literally everything you've said is I've had people tell me about myself. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that we all have personal qualities of it. Maybe not every single one, but we might pick up qualities within it because I think we're really coming into a time where the awakening is taking such a much more profound awakening. So many people are waking up. More people are waking up and really coming into it, but there are so many people that are being freaking misled. I think there's a lot that are awakening up, but I don't think it's that many. We're not seeing enough of a proper change. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's the SJWs, the social justice warriors, and other people out there who are trying, but they're trying in the wrong ways. I don't think that they're truly awake. I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. There are so many that are also being misled. I mean, there are people who are out there, and, and some of that has to do with the dark energies in general, you know, that are going to try to mislead it because it's it, it has to do with maturing. It has to do with our existence ascending. It really does in the long run. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and that's always, I mean, whether you want to look at it as, as harsh energies, negative energies, constructive, destructive energies, however you want to look at it, the whole point of it is, is it's got one main job to do, and that's to see if it can keep you from evolving. Some of it is. How can you not see that? You said it's one main job. Okay, no. If it's a job, okay. There, when it's in a negative form, there is the forms that are going to be constructive and destructive. Right. So it is going to be breaking you down. But at the same time, that would take it into that egotistical form. And if it's working against you. Right. But just based on what you said, it sounded like the entire energy matrix of the universe that is the the all of it all of existence and the great creative and the great destructive it's one job based on the way you phrased it was to keep us from moving forward which i completely disagree with no, I, I think you i think too. you misstated yourself there okay. and i'm just trying to help you not mislead the listeners and because i think your entire direction was meant something completely different and my sunglasses are about to fall down over my face uh, was com- something completely different. So I'm trying to... Yeah, it may have come out wrong. That's on, Yeah, that, I'm that's what I'm getting at. Is like, you want to try again? Well, I mean, like I said, I mean, you have your constructive and your, you know, you have the two sides, more mm-hmm. or less. Well, no matter how the fuck you want to see it, you have the two sides. Mm-hmm. Some it's, people will see it as positive. Some people most see people, it as Most people see duality, but it's not so much duality. There's the entire they work sp- together. Yes, but there's the entire spread. It's not, at least my, from what I've read and what I've experienced, it's not just black and white. It's the shades of gray mm-hmm. in between, and that's the way the universe works. Is from my understanding, it's not just boom and boom. Correct or incorrect? Yes. And what you see? Yes. <laughs> I know, I, mean, I make you articulate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, like I said, I mean, people see it as positive, negative, light, dark, 
you know, heaven, hell, you know, angels, demons, whatever, constructive, destructive. I mean, it doesn't freaking matter. The point is, is, is they typically see the other two sides. Now, you will have the gray energies in between. Yes. But what I'm saying is, is when you put the ego into it, that's when it starts to come into how you want to view it from a negative. If if the energy, if, if you allow the energy of whatever the situation may be to keep you from growing, then that was its damn job. Mm -hmm. That would be where the egotistical negative view of the thing would be, is what I'm trying to get at. And as one jump, and either you evolve and you move forward or you don't. So when you're looking at the two sides and you take the gray out a little bit, it has to do with are, are you maturing or are you staying at the same fucking place? But is it the energy's job or just a failure on your own part? It is a failure on your own part. And people want to blame everybody else. But the point is, is that it has to everything. You, you, the whole planet, everything is fucking energy. But at the course. same time, it's the way you are working with it and manifesting it within your own life because of your own thinking, your own feeling, your own emotions. People fear way too much. Right, and, right. And But instead of saying that the energy's job is to hold you down, and if it holds you down, then the energy's done its job, it, the, I don't mean it, it's the kind, energy. I'm what, just saying what, like right, right, right. I, I get what you're saying. But it's similar to saying that a child who finds a gun in his parents' closet and blows its head off on accident, that the gun did its job? Or the child was the one who, you know, found the gun. His parents were the ones who didn't do a good enough job securing the gun away from the child. You know, the it, it it's putting too much responsibility in one area. It's uh, not... Okay, I can comprehend that. Following me now? Yeah, I can go Okay. <laughs> See, we have to have these fights. <laughs> <laughs> you were getting so frustrated, too. <laughs> it was, why can't you understand? It was so fun to watch because I knew where I was coming from. And I'm like, yep, she ain't got it yet. Ain't got it yet. Ain't got it yet. <laughs> this is a typical conversation we have on a daily basis. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Um. But, yeah, I mean... The, as we start to evolve as an empaths in general, we are going to go through basically conversations like we just had, but with ourselves. Mm hmm And with spirit. Yes. Now, with that being said, what spirit is trying to tell me is the first thing that you need to learn. Let me find my notes. The first thing that you need to learn, you know, to help yourself as you're doing this is the way that they, like I said, um, if you follow me, spirit talks to me through uh, symbols and through other languages a lot. And uh, that's pretty much how I started doing the rune cast originally because of the way they were communicating with me. And uh, it's, it's, it's evolved into different languages and symbols and na 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 One of the ones that they use a lot is Hebrew, but, um, and I will be getting into Hebrew in just a second, at least one of the sacred letters of that alphabet. But when I was having this conversation with Spirit and they were trying to teach me on this energy or this information that I'm passing on is as we come into empaths and we start to understand who it is and we're starting to evolve with it and, and, learn what this is all about and what it's supposed to be taking us into the first thing that they tell you 
or at least that they told me, which is what I'm passing on, is they gave me the Rune um, Isa. And this has everything to do with self-mastery. Point blank. I mean, so... It, this is a family-friendly show. Please stop talking dirty. Well, then I'm not allowed to talk anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, Isa, it has to do with self-mastery. But um, its principle is concentration. It is a necessary stasis. Experiences experience of stillness it is about retreat but do not separate it is reducing one impact on the immediate environment this is basically everything that you're starting to pull in as an empath but you're not being told this it has to do with the separation but the separation isn't about separating them because you don't understand them it has everything to do with first understanding you've got to understand yourself and self-mastery here because it is un they say undetachable movement and state of wonderment it is the icy bridge <clears throat> it is where consciousness shifts from one state to another this is all what the rune isa means okay um it is like i said control of self-mastery it is the uh, movement in time elevated consciousness it is Conscious control over one's own mind and conscious extension of their own perception. Matter, antimatter, and polarity, basically. This is all part of the, of what, like I said, like this is what ISA means, but I'm being told by spirit as you're coming into this energy, you need to like master ISA in general. And that will help you to be able to move forward as you move into the next one. ISA is also, um, it is the focus, wait a second. Sorry, it, no, sorry, smart ass. Focus on what is either stillness, a PowerPoint of concentration, stasis, which can also be blocked. And um, concentration of detachment is needed to work with ISA. So, yeah, it is the detaching of the other energy versus yourself indicates a person. But, see, this is where most people have have this problem because you need that self-mastery first because ISA will start off with the, flat, with the fact of either it is where you're at a part of where the person in general has stopped growing or you've taken the time, you've worked with yourself, you're starting to get that self-mastery, and now you have great mental control so it's going to be from one to the other basically is what this is all going to be dealing with if it is in blocked energy you are still stuck in ego you are still stuck in obsession you are still stuck in distractions and withdrawals and unhealthy energies as well as just illusions of of shit that's not real and this is why they are saying before you could do anything else you must learn that self-mastery you must learn how to work with isa and what that means before you can move into rush rush is technically the art of clarification and it's um i'm sorry i'm trying to go back to where it is rush is the is the art of clarification it is 
in order for you to start to become have clarification of what that energy is that comes from that sacred alphabet within Hebrew, it, it's speaking to you of un, uh, understanding that you are going to first become shaken, shaken emotionally within, because you can't become the proper mirror until you have been shaken. It is the wisdom. Uh, it is. Yeah, it, it is the beginning of the wisdom itself. It is the wisdom that is brought to you by your fear of not understanding source, hmm. so to speak. This is why that you have to get through ISA first so that you can start to get into the cl clarification. It is an experience of the soul which serves in the vessel of who you are of new flashes of insight, wisdom, and learning of selflessness. However, you cannot learn of selflessness when you are still in fear. So you must be shaken first. Okay. The shaken is what brings up the fear so that you must work through it. You understand? I understand, yeah, I I understand the concept you're coming from. I disagree with it, but go ahead. Okay. Fear, fear is the beginning of the wisdom. It corresponds with the source of the state of soul. The fear shocks the ego. It is breaking the coarseness of the heart, the coarseness of the ego itself, and it prevents one from truly being receptive and receptive and perceptive of the reality of the oneness of the divine essence. Hey, I'm giving you what I'm being given from spirit. Now, you don't have to necessarily agree. Yeah, we've already established that. I don't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Love you too, dear. Nice! Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the wisdom is understanding the nothing. The nothing is the, is the between of two states of something. Oh, no, no, no. See, there's the problem right there. Okay, go ahead. Atreyu broke the nothing with the help of Bastion. Oh, God. <laughs> I swear for me, the never-ending story will never stop coming up. <laughs> Atreyu! <laughs> oh, I love that. You guys. Artex! No give up to the sadness, Artex! <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, 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 I was I want mistaken. To watch that movie. <laughs> it's on Netflix right now. Uh, and and that, ladies and gentlemen, is where I spent my wad for the week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna get back to what Rush is speaking of, whether you like it or not. I am. Uh, go ahead. This <laughs> is the nothing is between the two states of something. Where the ultimate purpose is to serve and to draw consciousness into a true something. Okay. Yeah, now see, he's already destroyed my whole bubble over here. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, I mean, it's, hold on. Yeah, you just completely destroyed my whole little bubble. Um, it is I, the true something. Shut up. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, I love you too. Into, it, it, it's, it's. Understanding the true something and bringing its experience into that lower something. So it's where you're taking, like you right now, <laughs> it's where you're taking that lower energy, that lower vibration of yourself, mm -hmm. the, the, 
the lower vibration, lower frequencies of yourself, the lower dimensions of yourself, and you're learning to rise them up above. Right. <laughs> he leaves me with nothing better to do than to stick my tongue at him and just... Um, it's uh -huh. it's not my fault that I'm right, I guess. I don't like you <laughs> for the moment. I don't like you in this conversation. <laughs> hey, you know what? You're not the first person who hasn't liked me. You won't be the last. But, yeah. But, I mean, so the whole point of it is, is understanding as you're coming into the empath that the idea is that you have to shake the fear out. Mm. All right, that's something I can agree with. You have to shake the fear out because if you don't shake the fear out and you can't learn to evolve and step up into those higher dimensions, you then become, you're never going to become the mirror you need to be. You become the rabbit that the owl eats. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's, well, the whole point is that was something a situation in, in, in Hell Hippie's life. So... Not everybody will get that concept of what you were saying. That, that, that was pretty straightforward. If you don't give up the fear, you become the rabbit, the owl eats, you become the prey. Which is exactly what I was talking about that we had this whole conversation about with allowing the fear to keep you from moving forward because you're stuck in ego. You, but you can still move forward if you're afraid. But if you give yourself up to the fear, then you die. But you can move forward with fear in uh, with uh, having still having the fear, but you can still move forward and in, in a forward moving progress and grow. Okay. There... Yeah, you can. You can. You're right. It's not that. about absolutes. I, no, I just the... really wanted to be right. <laughs> 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 and there was no way around that, so I had to just suck it up and be like, "Yeah, he's right." I'm, hey, I, I am not without ego. I'm going to be the first one uh, to admit it. <laughs> you know what? No matter how much we try, we're always with the ego. I'm, I'm going to sit here and tell you right now, I'm sitting here beaming with ego because, you know what? This is what I do. I put my co-host in place, and I let them know. Yeah, yeah. Who's your co who, who's your pick as your co-host? Yeah, that's me. That's right. That was me. And every time I have that thought come through my head, I'm like, damn it, Devin. Don't do that. Don't no, but do see, that. I do need that because, like I said, I've said before, I mean, I'm going to stay right up there in those other dimensions. I'm going to, because that's where, I mean, I like it there better. I stay in the other dimensions. I need to come back down and in order for me to truly grow and mature with who and what I want to be, I need somebody to also keep me grounded and keep me in check. And see, that's the thing. I ground and I ground hard because I don't want to go up there yet. I'm afraid to go up there yet. I'm going in that direction. But I go there with fear and with respect. That's why I know from personal experience, you can move forward with fear. Yes, you can. And I mean, you you can move forward in however small steps you were taking at the time because of the fear. But you are still moving forward instead of going from side to side trying to dodge it. I agree with that. I mean, and like, we, like I said the whole time, we're opposite of each other. I mean, yeah. I like to be up. I, I'm always up there higher unless we're in the woods. Then, then I want to stay near the water and I want to go up in the hills. So that's when I flip. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird in that dimension. In the physical realm, I take the high ground, you take the low road. And in the, the, the spiritual realm, you take the high road and I take the low road. 
Yeah, exactly. Like it, I've said the whole time, we're like exactly the opposites. We flip over. We're in opposition of each other. I'm actually agreeing with you for once. I'm, I, I know you are, and I'm thankful for it because you usually don't. And I usually have to fight my way for it. And I still usually fucking lose. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the frustrating part of your friendship with me because... I think I'm the only person in your life that can do this to you. Yes, and it pisses me off. <laughs> but I, but that's what I'm saying. I need that in my life because I need somebody who's just as strong-willed, especially when it comes to a soulful point of view. Mm-hmm. Because I don't mean to be egotistical or to be a bully and push people around. I don't mean to. I just, I hold my ground. You're and a Taurus, right? No, I'm a Leo. That's right. You're a Leo. I'm sorry. But I, I don't mean to be like a bully. I mean, I really don't. But I mean, I hold my ground typically and I'm not going to sway just because somebody fucking told me to. It, that's just who I am. So I tend to bully and I don't mean to. I'm just, I'm, I'm very pushy about it. But I usually get my way because of that and I never get my way with you. That's not true. No, you really make me work for it. I mean, God, you make me work for it. Boy, that came out dirty. <laughs> See, now, who has the dirty mind now? I was even going there. Oh, I, I've always got the dirty mind, but that just, that just came out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, yeah, so let me shut up and get back off of that dirty-minded subject. <laughs> but, I mean, one of the things that we have the biggest problem with, hey, since we started late, um, does anybody know what time I need to start astrology? Uh, you're going to be starting astrology in just a minute or two. Okay. So, again. Yeah. I've already got, uh, the producer, it's my job. Yeah, Go ahead. Okay. I, I give you a signal. Okay. Shut up. I'm always right. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> okay. I mean, but one of the biggest things is, is as human beings, we don't realize part of our problem is the fear, but it's. Not that we mean to give in to the fear. We don't know that we fear it. Right. I mean, because, and the problem is, is we end up not evolving because we're not forthcoming with it. Mm -hmm. We're not forthcoming with ourselves. So we sure as hell aren't forthcoming with everyone else. Right. I mean, about our own fears or doubts or anxieties or stress. I mean, anything that we can, anything that we can manage to put dormant and hide and put asleep and act like we put it in the closet and forget about it, we're really, really good at that shit. And what are you doing? I'm trying to come up with a smart-ass comment at this moment that's going to drive your point home, and I'm failing. Thanks, thanks for, thanks for calling out my my shortcomings there. Every once in a while, I win. <laughs> Sorry. You put me, you get me in that position all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. If you want to take that small moment as a win, feel free. Hey, I, I'm more than willing to give it to you. Sometimes I need to take it. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to get back. Boy, Shut that, up. I'm... Shut up. <laughs> Zip it. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, but I mean... <laughs> I got it back. <laughs> anyway, um, I mean, it all comes down to this. When you're broken, when you're feeling broken, what you need to learn is, is you're being given a gift to learn. 
to love again, to love and to live again. Obviously, something in there messed with you, and this is why you were broken. This is why you were hurt. This is why you're still feeling the fear. Someone save me. Look behind the veil. Please don't walk away. <laughs> yes. I was just waiting for you to throw something out. I, 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 I like waiting to be like just the air to be pulled out from my, like my, just knock me down. <laughs> no, understand. You'll never know where I'm coming from. No, but I I'm never all, do. I, but I'm always coming from the right direction. <laughs> you live with him. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, it's when you're broken, you're being given a gift of learning again. Are you willing to take that chance? It's up to the individual. That's the thing. Most people would rather stick with the fear, and they don't really want to move forward. But they don't even realize they're sticking with the fear. It's this. They haven't been sticking, shaken, like I said, with rush enough to come out of it. They're sticking with the comfortable is yes. more what it is. This is what I know. This is what I was raised with. This is what I'm accustomed to. While that over there... That's new. That's uncharted territory. I don't know what that is. It may seem like it's the right direction to go, but I'm not going to get out of my bubble because it's nice and safe and warm in my bubble. But that's exactly what I was coming back to. The whole thing with your own egotistical dark energies is to keep you in that bubble. Mm -hmm. And if you are willing to not learn and to not express yourself or be forthcoming with yourself, dig deep enough into yourself to get, move past your own brokenness. Or to explore. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to stay exactly where you're at. The whole idea is to move up and to realize, yeah, thank you, mm -hmm. <laughs> and to realize, you know, it, it's coming to a much deeper level of love. This is why I'm constantly saying you got to get past the generic love bullshit. You think you have the idea, but you realize there's so much more than what you really have. Mm -hmm. You can have this back now. So is it time for me to get into the astrology then? Uh, yeah, go ahead. We're about uh, 18 minutes. No, I'm sorry, 17 minutes away. <laughs> I just see EK's thumb come up like this all of a sudden. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyway. We're... See, even I have my background. I'm those helping me in the background. That's what it's all about. It's your support network. <laughs> because don't think for a half second he won't uh, jump up and let me know when I'm wrong. Oh, I'm sure he will. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Go ahead. I figured he was getting ready to say something over there. Wrong. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's time for the astrology. <laughs> All right, so we're on November 12th through the 19th is what the week is that I did the astrology for. Now, um, before I get into anything from the astrology, I'm, I'm going to back up for just a second. For anybody who is like me, and what I mean by that is, is if you were born in 1973, uh, you may be coming into an energy over the next year that is going to be incredibly profound for you. The reason I say that before I go any further is because I'm going to have to go into this on several different occasions over the year. Um, 1973, basically, your North Node and your South Node were in opposition of the universal correct level. 
more or less. Your the, the the North and South Node just moved into Cancer and Capricorn, which is the universal fourth and tenth house. However, at that time, the nodes were in the exact opposite place um, of what they really truly belong in. So it's it, you're coming into right now where they're starting to re-enter into that place, and like for me specifically. I'm in opposition with the universal, which was in opposition, which is coming back into opposition. So I'm going to basically over the next year turn inside out. And so will many other people who are going to be dealing with that if it was in their universal chart. If it was in their, not universal, but their natal chart, they're going to definitely be feeling that energy is going to shake them up over the next year. I wanted to throw that piece out there. But this week, Ceres moved into Scorpio, which um, is with the sun right now is the only sign left in Scorpio. So Ceres is the threefold theory. It is karmic debt. It is um, too close to home feeling and it is nurturing. So it is either showing you where and how to nurture correctly or it is showing you where neglect has been in one form or another. Coming closer to the sun, it is going to illuminate those energies and bring its attention up so that it has to be seen within that eighth house of what relationships are and what their responsibilities within those relationships are. So it's either going to be showing you how to nurture correctly or showing you where neglect is, as well as karmic debt is going to be coming back in. Now you have Venus, which is going to be going direct on Friday the 16th. But on the very same day, Mercury is coming out of shadow and it will be going into retrograde. So you'll have those two energies flip-flopping. Now, everybody's going to look at Venus as, yay, it finally went direct. But the whole thing is, don't forget, when it goes direct, it's going to also be in shadow temporarily. It may be moving back into a direct position, but as it moves directly, it's... It's still turning around, so it is going to be now looking for those darker energies and overly viewing them as Venus comes back out and starts to move forward. Uh, and don't forget, it is still there with uh, the energy of how Maya and Make Make, so it is still going to be talking to your collective consciousness, collective consciousness as well as where you are on the level of the uh, lotus flower and where you're growing. Mercury in retrograde is going to make you a little self-centered. I hate to say that. Everybody becomes a little self-centered during Mercury retrograde. It's not like you mean to. Mercury is communication in general and that's what it deals with. So when it turns inwardly, the only person your communication is concerned with is yourself. So you cannot help but to become a little self-centered over the next three weeks. Because it will be inwardly. Now, Jupiter has just moved into, uh, into the same sign, which is Sagittarius, and it's universal ninth house of Sagittarius. So you've got it home. Bring It's like I said, it's, it's like Big Daddy just walked in the door after like 12 years, and Mercury is in retrograde going, but, but me, but, but why, but, but, and I want answers, and, 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 and. Daddy kind of has to speak up and reassess the situation and how to bring you soulfully forward in this time because it's going to be speaking to your higher self. But remember, over the next three weeks, it's going to be picking things apart inwardly at yourself more than anybody else. But with it being that sense, typically with Mercury retrograde, don't be signing off, 
you know, like if you're buying new cars or big important stuff, just make sure this is all communication. You want to make sure that you're actually reading everything before you sign your name because those kind of things are the ones that are going to backfire against you right now if you just started signing your name way. <laughs> and you might want to pay extra attention to traffic and whatnot because when people are in their own thoughts, they also wreck cards. So it's driving and crying time. So basically pay attention to what you're doing. Mars the day before is moving into um, the universal 12th house of Pisces. It's going to be coming closer to Neptune. Mars on Thursday is stepping out of Aquarius where it's finally been in that energy of can I, can I, can I get really, I just need some action. I want to do something. Can I, can I, can I do it now? Basically, that's what Mars has been. It's it's your warrior. It's your passion, your fire, action, your aggression. It's sexual energy. And in Aquarius, it was just really willing and ready to want to try new things. Now it's going into that universal 12th house. And it's going to start really looking at some depths. It's going to start viewing um, some depths of self. It might be going into some dormanted areas that you're not really sure that your inner SWAT team is going to be... You may not be prepared for what might be coming out of those energies. So it's going to be taking a major shift in its form of energy as well. Now, today on the 13th, there was a Grand Cross. Grand Crosses always mean that there was a lesson to be learned. And it was meant to be an uncomfortable energy. The uh, Grand Cross was the North Node is now in Cancer. Cancer is... The universal fourth house. It is your home. It is karmic debts. But it is speaking with the moon, which is in Aquarius, which the moon in Aquarius is kind of like the rubble that's really willing to take on anything. And Uranus in Aries is ready, is also ready to just start something new, brand new. And it may not necessarily think it all the way through. It just wants to go for it. And then Cirrus and Venus, which is in Libra, you know, is your karmic debts coming back to you as well with the North Node in Cancer now. And it's dealing with those relationships and your sensitivities. So somewhere in this mix was meant to be some kind of a learning experience. There was It was not meant to be a most comfortable day. Things were meant to be a little bit difficult. And, and the energy. However, it's a one-day Grand Cross. So in that sense, it's kind of lucky because when you have Grand Crosses that last for a long time, it really becomes a bigger message. It may be something that you learn, but you don't even know you learned it. Um, now you have a couple more uh, harsher energies. Mars in Aquarius versus Pisces as it's shifting this week is going to be squaring the sun which is in Scorpio and is also squaring Jupiter which is in Sagittarius so your higher self and your illuminating self your illuminating sign of your shine and everything that you're known for as well as your ego you know, within the relationships and what they're responsible for, as well as your higher self in general, is just not 100% getting along with Mars this week. Like I said, and Mars is doing its flip from very action, passionate, wanting to move outwardly to starting to pull inwardly. And as we move through the week, the moon is going to join this energy on the 15th and the 16th, which is going to make it even more sensitive. So it is going to make things a little bit more difficult. Neptune is um, 
squaring Mercury, which is about to go re about to go retrograde. So remember, um, Neptune is speaking to Mercury, which is in a negative way right now. It's in a shadow energy. It's looking for the things that it wants to pick apart, and so. On, on a magical level, on, on a magical, mystical level, Neptune is where fantasy smacks you in the face with harsh reality. And it's where magic can be created. It's where all the nostalgia is. It's also where you can tell yourself the lie. It's where you can create the idea of believing something is better than what it was. And in Mercury and Retrograde, or in shadow getting ready to go into retrograde, it might be picking apart things that aren't exactly true. You might be starting to be in denial about the stuff you're telling yourself at this time. So you may want to watch that. And then the moon is going to jo join that energy also on the 17th. So over the weekend. So it's going to heighten that little bit of confusion you might be giving yourself without really realizing it. So the point is, is if you're creating, make sure you're creating something new. Don't be creating from the past because you're probably getting lost in the confusion of not believing or remembering correctly. Now, Venus and Cirrus is squaring Pluto and Capricorn this week in Vista. So your soul fire and your ability to uh set a new foundation within your new your new uh death decay and destruction for rebirth and renewal regeneration speaking to your soul fire of a new foundation that you might be trying to create is speaking to venus and cirrus in an uncomfortable way cirrus is going to be reminding you of that too close to home what i did not like was uncomfortable because like I said Venus is coming out of retrograde and going into shadow temporarily so she's going to be starting to not really be giving you as much love as she has been she's going to be starting to really be uncomfortable with those insensitivities right now and Cirrus is going to be like right there you know pushing her into the fire going yeah feel that yeah feel that I want you to pay attention to that because it's trying to make sure that you are making the right decisions and you're not creating something that will go against you in the long run. Now, you do have positives this week though. You've got uh you've got the sun which is sextiling Pluto and Vista. And the sun is in Scorpio and so Technically, this is your illumination. It is where you shine. It is where you are best known for at the moment because this is where your son happens to be. So within the relationships and what they're responsible for, it is completely possible for you to set new foundations and to start new directions because it's it's giving you a, an ability to create something new and do it from your soul fire coming from the home and the hearth of who and what you are so if you're really tapping into that it's a good time because neptune is also sextiling pluto so neptune is backing it up with the be with the ability to create the magic to start something new and that energy is going to be talking to jupiter as well. So Jupiter is the abundance. Jupiter gives you the higher knowledge you need to be able to create it. Like I said, you just want to keep an eye on, you know, where Neptune and Mercury are, are having a conversation. Is it talking to you about the negative energy, the negative thoughts that, that you are over questioning yourself about? Are you being too critical on yourself and maybe taking yourself in a wrong direction? Because that could go against you with all the positive energy here if you allow Mercury to work against you. And Jupiter being the abundance and the magnet 
he can take that any way you want. Jupiter is is abundance. It is magnet. It is, it is higher knowledge. It is coming into Sagittarius, coming closer to that Mercury and, and to the higher self. So the point is, is are you listening to your higher self? You have got to be forthcoming with yourself this week. If you are not being forthcoming with yourself and really getting to the depths of who and what you are, there's a good chance you're going to screw yourself over and screw yourself out of something that you could have been moving forward into. Now, um, Mars, which is going to be moving into Pisces, is uh, going to be sextiling uh, Saturn as well as Uranus. So again, it's it's a good chance to start to make new positive changes. It gives you new rules, walls, and boundaries as Mars comes into Pisces, as long as you're letting Mars work in a healing way in Pisces, more or less. As long as when you're go you're getting into those things that have been dormant, that have been out in the cold, that you've been locking up in the closet, and it starts to speak to you about it, as long as you're using it in healing ways, it will give you new ways to set those rules, those walls, and those boundaries as you move forward, as well as Uranus, which is in that first house, which still is in retrograde, which is talking to you about how do I not lose myself in independence, individuality, uniqueness, and freedom. So how can I create new but not lose myself while I do it? And that's what that energy is all, all going to be about. It can be very positive healing energy. It's just like I said, if you're not being forthcoming with yourself this week, this is the week you'll screw yourself over because you need to be intuitively listening to yourself. Okay, Mercury with Lilith, though, is, is, Mercury is sextiling Lilith, which is going to give you the balls to be like, ain't nobody going to tell me what the fuck I'm going to do, end of discussion, but make sure that you're using that Lilith energy with that communication, because like I said, that communication is going to be moving into an inward conversation with yourself because it's going into retrograde just make sure Lilith is doing it for the right reasons your Lilith that is you know not going to be pushed around is is making sure she's doing it for the right reasons not because you're egotistically like I said not being honest with yourself and you're getting comfortable with staying in the same position then you have Venus and Ceres which is sextiling Mars so this is bringing the lovers back together and giving them the opportunity to move forward in a deep way, a deep soulful way, not like they were before just in Aquarius where it was like kind of like hit it and quit it, but it's kind of like now we can start looking at things from a deeper point of view and really moving forward in, a, in an honest way. There's there's so much positive work going on this week that is, is there for you. You just got to make sure, like I said, if you're not forthcoming with yourself, then it's only you who's going to screw yourself over. But with that being said, I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. And I would like to take this moment to remind all of our wonderful listeners, uh, if you have any comments, if you have any problems with the show, please either uh, send me an email at hillhippie at fxbgpr.com or uh, message us on our Facebook page, which is uh, Otherland Dreams. You, you I, don't, I don't know it off the top of my head. Just look up Otherland Dreams under her Facebook and you'll find it. Or you can even contact me through Lady Stars and Fire. There, there you go. And uh, please share us with your friends. And if you like us, subscribe to our shows on your favorite uh, podcast apps. And with that, I'd like to say, uh, may all your journeys be safe ones. And we will see you next time. Bye.